Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here from the Mountain Malarkey podcast with Dave. Hello, everybody. And we are back from Killy. Yeah, yeah, we're back. We've done it. Although we're still not recovered. We're still a bloody bit tired, aren't we? Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I've never felt this abused. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to be back. Good to be back here doing a podcast about it. Um, I wonder how it went. <laughs> So here we are, episode two of the Kilimanjaro podcast. And yeah, I want to take you back to the last episode. We were just reached, um, we just reached Barranco Wall, which was an absolutely amazing, beautiful part of the uh, the Kilimanjaro trip. So we're going to go back to that. And let's start with, um, yeah, Kilimanjaro part two. I loved Barranco Wall. Yeah. It was great. After the tough day of Lava Tower, it was good to have a bit of fun. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, um, you know, also, going up there with the team and seeing everyone else and yeah. helping people and being helped and it was it was just really good fun and yeah. and then arriving to the top of the Barranca Wall that was hard, wasn't it? <laughs> I've got my first sweet. <laughs> Always good timing to switch on the recorder when Dave's eating mm. and Steve. <laughs> it's a recording, uh, Steve. You have to make a video. Yeah, yeah, Steve. Steve waved. Yeah. No, so um, Steve waved. He's absolutely battered. Should we tell him where we are? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, top of the Barranco Wall. Most fun part of the trip so far. Above um, the clouds as well. Look at it. It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Yesterday was a real tough day. Yeah. Really tough. I think we all, like even me, I was feeling a bit iffy going down. We went up to four six, back down to like just over three nine. But yeah, yeah, somehow just getting to four six just absolutely broke me. I was I had headaches. Yeah, I was dizzy. Um, I could still eat because you know I can eat. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I'm glad to say I feel a bit better today. Uh, Diamox is certainly doing its doing its business. Yeah. But um, this is definitely the highlight of the trip so far. Yeah, it's fantastic. The top of this Barango wall. wall. Is insane. It's tough as well. Like you, you've got some, you get, you get some parts of it were actually quite um, hairy. But I mean, there's one section they call it hugging or kissing wall. So pretty much you hug it, give a little kiss, and you're on your way. But it's yeah. probably the most, probably the only bit that's got a little bit of exposure. But other than that, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, no, I mean, bit of a slog. Yeah, no, it's taken us two hours to get up here because we've we've gone pole pole. Yeah, and um, but it's that is worth it. I mean, if I couldn't see the ground beneath me and I was looking out to the horizon, That's it's like I'm, it's like I'm looking out of an aeroplane window. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of it feels like you're on Everest or something. Absolutely amazing, but uh, but um, <sighs> yeah, got a tough couple of days now. Two days to well, the summit. This is the last night before base camp. It's crazy, isn't it? So we have one night at this um, Karanga, uh, Barafu, Barafu. And um, it's Karanga or Barafu. <laughs> we'll edit that in. Karanga tonight, Barafu tomorrow. Yeah. Then and, it's um, uh, Summit. Then it's Summit, yeah. So this is the last, uh, well, last full night's sleep, really, before we have to get up at midnight and hit the summit. It's going to be crazy, isn't it? Hitting the summit feels anything like getting here. Yeah. 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 Oh, be, it will. It's going to be awesome. It will. It'll be amazing. No, I can't wait. But, um, all right, well, we'll touch base in a bit. Yeah. Uh, say bye, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of the highlights of the trip for me. Yeah, me too, me too. I think, you know, even though uh, Steve, um, as we just found out, can't speak anymore. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> yes, it, well, well, like I said, <laughs> highlight of the trip for me and where I started to feel great 
Um, I think the point where Steve started to rapidly go down. <laughs> you know, Steve was, was struggling at this point, and it's hard when when that happens because by the time yeah. we'd got to the next camp, which I think was Karanga, yeah. Um, you know, he was he was he was bad, wasn't he? And and we were yeah. and you know we we always have chats and we're always keeping an eye on oxygen levels because every yeah. day we'd measure each person each person's oxygen levels. You know what they're eating, yeah. if they've got diarrhea, any 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 symptoms, we kind of note them down. And um, although Steve's oxygen levels were really good, um, he was just lacking the energy. Yeah, and it was almost, I mean, for us. I mean, at the time, it was definitely fifty-fifty on on if he was going to make the summit. Yeah, I think it was it was one of those things where he he had a, such a debilitating headache, mm. um, you know, which can be due to uh, the pressure or the uh, just the altitude or, or many different reasons. But it was so debilitating that it was making him nauseous, taking his yeah. energy away. And when you're in that sort of game, like twenty-four hours can make a big difference. Yeah, having a good rest, getting some fluids down you, and, and eating will make a difference. I know he really struggled to do those things, but um, I think they did help. Yeah. Um, because then I remember waking up the next morning and like wandering over to his tent to see how he was. And um, yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going up. <laughs> you know, and I was like, ah, good man. He's back. He's back. <laughs> but, um, but, but but that is how it can. You can bounce back. Yeah. You know, so you have to allow people time to adjust to altitude. You know, I think a lot of the time people can get quite frightened or, you know, maybe inexperienced guides can be a little too, um, they might overreact yeah, jump to jump things to like it, that, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and take you down when actually what you need is to be allowed time to adjust to the altitude. Yeah, yeah I agree. And push on and ultimately, you know, have a successful trip. It might not yeah. be as easy as you would have hoped. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you have to be allowed that time and I think it made a big difference for him. Although, like, Steve was like a yo-yo. You know, and um, but I, uh, it just made me. I got so much respect for the guy because I think lesser men would have would have turned back. Yeah, they would have. He's, you know, he's a strong individual, and you know, this happens on a trip sometimes. Whether you're on Killy, whether you're on Everest Base Camp, you know, part of your team may be really struggling. Yeah. But you'll find the battlers, and and that's what it's more about. I think on 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 some trips is that um, it doesn't matter how fit you are. Yeah. Just having that resilience to say, okay, I'm going through a bad spell here. You know, I'll we'll come out the other end. Obviously, yeah. if you're getting to a certain stage where, you know, medically you probably should go down, that's fine. But sometimes you do have to battle through if you're having diarrhea, if you've got a dodgy stomach, if you've got that headache yeah. that maybe won't shift um, too much, you know, without it causing any issues to your your, your, your sight. You know, battling on and, um, you know, just, just trying to get back to, to some level of enjoyment. Yeah. Because I think I, I noticed with Steve... Um, you know, and he, he won't mind me saying this. You know, he he was he almost he just he, he looked at you. And he felt like he was going to swear at you. Yeah, like he was to tell you to bugger off. But especially on the, when we got to KBC. Yeah, yeah, KBC. KBC, the day which is the night before or the day before um, we were going to do the summit. Yeah, and that was you know when we were all reached KBC. Which I think was called uh, Barafu Camp. Barafu Camp, yeah. So it was, um, yeah, 4, after Karanga, seven hundred meters. Yeah, and so higher than lava tower. But when we got there, I know that we were all in pretty good spirits. Yeah, and obviously Stephen was struggling. So KBC, yeah, we reached uh, the day finally. Barafu, 
Barafu camp, yeah. So um, yeah, if you can hear any background noise, it's uh, it's quite windy, raining quite hard. Yeah. There was a storm last night. Um, big one. Yeah, had a little bit of a Pink Floyd concert in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> All the lightning flashes and stuff like that. But um, no, mate, it's good. I'm excited. What I'm going to do is just... Um, Put my phone on silent because <laughs> that's just beeping. No, but it's been an amazing journey, hasn't it? I mean, we've had a tough couple of days, really. Um, like Steve, um, you know, our, our sort of videographer, he's been really bad. Yeah. Uh, mainly lack of energy, I think. And, you know, it, it's hard because when, when one person sort of goes down, you know, with altitude issues or is really struggling, it can affect the whole team, can't it? I think it can, yeah. Partially because... I think when you are a solid, you know, we like we've been saying that, you know, one of the good things about this trip is we've been, none of the team have been further than, say, you know, five metres away, yeah. ten metres away, you yeah. know. And I think when one person, you know, has to fall back to manage themselves, you feel like something's missing. Yeah. Part of the dynamic isn't there. It's different, isn't it? And, um, and Steve, obviously, is a big part of the trip because he's been documenting it for us and people yeah. are used to having him there and seeing him and talking to him. So I think, yeah... We were all a little bit worried yesterday, but um, was it he said to you this morning? Well, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's weird. Like me and Steve have fallen into this little routine. Like that, when I get out my tent to go to the toilet or in the night, he's he's already there. He's just outside. <laughs> and I got out the tent this morning to go to the toilet, and he's just stood there. And I was like, "How are you feeling, Steve?" And he's like, "I'm going to the top." <laughs> and uh, that's the way. Yeah, I was like, "Ask the ammer." <laughs> uh, no, I'm glad when you came into the tent and told me that. I was like. Thank God. Yeah. You know, he's because his, his oxygen levels were really good, weren't they? They were one of the highest in the team. But I think because he hadn't eaten for a couple of days, yeah. naturally, when you're hiking, you know, when you're going up six, five, six hundred metres, it's going to hit yeah. you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I don't think it's altitude related. I think it's fatigue no. related. <clears throat> um, yeah, a little touch of diarrhea and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, All so, part of the journey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But he's good anyway. So we're, we're back to full strength today, and it was actually really good. But it, today was a little bit tough. It's a short day. It was only like four hours of hiking. But basically, when you get to 4,600 metres, even tying your shoelaces can be bloody hard work. Yeah, exactly. I just yeah. I just got out the tent to go and, uh, funny enough, give Steve some Harry Tastics I had going. Yeah. And when I got back in, I said to Andy, I was like, you think you've adjusted to the altitude <laughs> until you have to get out your tent? Yeah. <laughs> and then you realise how hard life is. No, it's, it's nuts altitude. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, it's one thing I've learned on this trip, though. It's um, obviously it is all about the summit, and that's tonight. We're going to start early. We're going so wake up at ten p.m. Leave at eleven. Leave at eleven. Hoping to make six o'clock, six a.m. sunrise on the summit ridge. Um, we're all super excited, aren't we? As soon as we saw some of the pictures, yeah, our guide Yessi showed us. Yeah, it was kind of like. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you've been in high altitude, how many times you've been on the mountain, you get butterflies. Yeah, exactly. I, I to be honest, it's weird. I haven't had butterflies at all this trip. Yeah. I've just been, you know, going day by day. Yeah. And then it sort of hit me at lunch that actually tonight's the night we head for the summit. Yeah. And I was like, there's no more days. It goes bloody quick though, doesn't it? Yeah, it has Even the Lamosha route, like we've chosen, you know, quite a long route really. Yeah. Compared to most people. I mean, I've got to be honest, I probably wouldn't do it any shorter. No, no you know, way. With, I mean, even I had a sort of banging headache the other day with a lava tower. Yeah, lava tower was the toughest day for me. Yeah. Um, getting up to um, Barranco. Yeah, Barranco was, was tough. Was really, Barranco wall, though, was amazing. Yeah. It was really good fun. Um, it's one of those things, I think, like, you know, that, like, it seems dangerous and it looks dangerous, but when you're doing it, it's not dangerous. It's, no. it's just, it's fun. 
and doable. And I think the team needed that. Yeah. Because it was a little pick-me-up. Got a scrambling involved, you know. Yeah. Put and, the trekking poles away. Yeah. And when we got to the top, um, the view was, like, spectacular. Yeah, it we, was, First it? time we were above the clouds. And um, everyone was seriously happy yeah, and buzzing you could see and it, you? jumping and taking pictures and stuff like that yeah. although my picture took three jumps which uh, <laughs> I nearly I nearly collapsed from the hypoxia but <laughs> you know it is what it is yeah I bet you did well even Steve though because that was Steve's bad day yeah and he you know even he got to the top but yeah it was Barranca Wall it's um, yeah you're on day five um, of the of the Kilimanjaro the long way trip so yeah it is um is a beautiful part of the trip. Our favourite yeah, moment, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. But yeah, I mean, lava tower day though. Oh. I don't even want to remember it. A gruller. I, don't... I think if you're going to do this trip, do the lava tower, you're going to feel crap. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you gain so much altitude. Yeah. And um, it's weird. On, on all my previous trips, I've never gained altitude that fast. No. And I think there's no way. That's one thing I've realised about Kilimanjaro is that you are going to experience altitude in yeah. a slightly more sort of heavier way. Yeah. You know, like I think when you go to trips like, um, you know, Everest Base Camp, for instance, they've got it so sussed out yeah. that the route is easy. Yeah. Well, not easy, but, you know, in terms of altitude adjustment. It's, it's perfect it, for acclimatization. Exactly, yeah. yeah the profile. Where, where Killy, this route is the most... Uh, safe way to acclimatize. Yeah, but it's still hard. And it's, but it's still damn yeah. hard. Um, I, I think, mean, we yeah, go got. On. I mean, look at it. We summit on day seven. Yeah, I know. Um, and we go up to nearly six thousand meters. Crazy. It takes us eight days. Yeah. To get to five three six four in Everest Base Camp. So yeah. that and there's no way around it. You have to go higher quicker in order to do that. So that's what took its toll on me. Lava Tower Day. Yeah, I just wanted to. It's a bugger, isn't it? It's absolute bugger. Sorry for the yawn there, trying to get some oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> but no, you can't get around it. I mean, because of the the lay the land, the geography of the land, you can't get around going. You know, you just can't go around Lava Tower. You have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Even on the longest route there is. So yeah, I mean, if you if you're gonna do Killy, if you listen to this podcast and, you, and you're gonna do Killy, um, yeah, it's be prepared. It's it's like three and a half days in. You reach 4,600 meters. You're not there for long, maybe an hour. So your body acclimatizes to it. And then you back down to more or less 3,900 meters. So it's a big jump. Yeah. And it's good because then we've got here today at more or less the same height as Lava Tower. And we all feel pretty good. Yeah, we? I feel fine today. You know? Um, obviously, you know, the usual altitude symptoms. Out of yeah. breath. <clears throat> moving around and, you know, getting your tent sorted. And, yeah. you know, when I say that, I'm not. we're not erecting the tents. But, you know, getting all the baggage sorted and stuff like that. Blowing up the mattress. Blowing up the mattress, hard. yeah. That is hard. <laughs> that is hard. I had stars in my eyes one night when I was doing that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, to be honest, it's been amazing, though. One yeah. thing that struck me about Killy is, like, for, for for one mountain, it doesn't have, have like, a lot of different landscapes. Different, I've yeah. lost count of the amount of landscapes I've had. Yeah. Like, day to day. Like, today was like walking on the moon. Yeah, it was, not it? Yesterday, we were walking through... We had trees and, you know, <coughs> rivers and stuff like that. Yeah. Day before, that was more like the moon. <laughs> you know, it's strange. It's really weird. It does change a bit, doesn't it? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited about tonight. Um, you yeah. Know, and obviously... Listen to the next part of the podcast because you'll find out. Find out if we made it, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, fingers crossed, all the team are doing well. 
we 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 go at a good pace. Um, you know, so we have no doubts. Fingers crossed the weather holds out. Yeah. Because we had a big storm last night. Um, it was very windy. Speaking to some of the teams come down saying that uh, you know they almost had to abort the summit because of the wind. Yeah, quite a lot um, of people turned around last night. I think. Yeah. On the way to the summit. Um, Which must be bloody tough but you know at the end of the day safety first but yeah we're gonna manage it and i'm sure we'll be fine and uh yeah we'll, we'll get a summit yeah Kilimanjaro. Awesome. well hopefully yeah fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when we when we woke up in the morning which was very early what you mean like the night <laughs> <laughs> like, <Is> that... <laughs> yeah no, no, no well you arrive at kbc and then it's like you have some lunch mm. then you have an hour or two. A couple of hours, yeah. A couple of hours. Then it's... You have your evening meal at five. Yeah. Then you're back in your tent by six. Seven. Yeah. Probably seven. And then, you are, and then your alarm goes off at ten. <laughs> and then you set off at eleven. That was hard. Remarkable. That was... Because I, I remember vividly waking up and have, full of beans, thinking, yeah, yeah, here we go, here we yeah. go, here we go. But... Because of the length of the hike, we didn't really have... We weren't really full of beans when we reached the summit, did we? No. Well, I remember leaving my tent um, with a bad back, so I crawled out like an arthritic spider <laughs> um, and kind of, like, emerged into the black night and the wind. And I remember thinking, like, <sighs> I already know yeah. what's ahead. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, um, man, eight hours of... Um, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a trekking peak, yeah. And there's a tendency to think that if it's not technical, then it's not hard, yeah. But but I it was. challenge anyone, yeah, to to do summit day, summit night, summit day on yeah. Kilimanjaro and not say that it wasn't hard. I mean, it was pitch. I mean, there's so many different things that are affecting you, yeah, and yeah. Any one of them would make it for a difficult trip. So if you had to do an eight hour ascent, yeah, and a four hour descent, it's a tough day, right? Yeah. If you had to do that starting at 10 o'clock at night on no sleep, that'd be a tough day. Yeah. And if you had to do that, having already hiked for six days, that'd make it a bit tough. Yeah. Then if you add in the fact that you're going up to nearly 6,000 meters. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit tough. <laughs> <laughs> you know. See what you're getting at. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, so um, all of these things sort of combined. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the wind and the cold and... Yeah, but I remember just following my my torchlight, one yeah. foot in front of the other, and you kind of end up in this weird little dream world. You know, it's not. It is, isn't it? It's weird. It was. Yeah, we were all falling asleep. Yeah, because you've got you're sort of encased in your clothing yeah, yeah. with just this tiny little like cone of light leading the way ahead of you. Um, and I think we all had our own little private battle. Yeah, going up there. Um. I mean, we were a group of eight guys and I just, uh, eight guys and girls, and I think nine, nine was it? Nine, yeah, altitude. <laughs> you still altitude in the office? Still altitude, yeah. Um, and I think that um, you know, each and every one of us experienced you yeah. know, some difficulty. I mean, I could say I know I, I know Rasheen um, was finding it quite difficult to find a place to have a wee. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure she told me that she she kept imagining that there were fences along the route, which I remember thinking at the time was probably a pretty dangerous hallucination to have because yeah. you might lean against one of those fences. <laughs> I remember Brooke, um, whenever she stopped, like her hands and feet would go cold. 
Yeah. James um, was like an old vintage car, nursing about 50 different problems. <laughs> and he um, was a bit sick on the way up, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a bit sick on the way up. Yeah. Um, you know, but that, that little stomach issue I think he picked yeah. up, you know. But the guys, were, the team were managing that really well. Yeah, they were great. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, each and every one of us was like, you know, keeping ourselves going over, you know. Yeah. And I remember when we got to Stella Point, that that was pretty spectacular. Because I knew the yeah. hardest part was over. Mm-hmm. When I got to Stella, I thought yeah, it was a first. You're there, aren't you? I, I knew yeah. it was in the bag then. Yeah, because it's not far. You're literally about another fifteen minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes maybe. You know, taking some photos and videos to get to Uhuru Peak. Yeah, and yeah, we turned around watching that sunrise. Yeah, that was that was mind blowing. Mind blowing. That was. It was worth every step. Yeah, just to see that. I've never seen a sun sunrise like that. No, it Ever. was it was mind blowing. Um, yeah. I'll never forget it. Yeah. I mean... It was special, wasn't it? It was a little bit bittersweet because I remember thinking that it was going to warm up when the sun rose. Yeah. And it, the beautiful sunrise immediately eclipsed by cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so I it, know, we were all like, yes, the sun. So, so Still cold. So it stayed cold until we yeah. got, um, you know, pretty much two-thirds of the way down. Yeah. But um, I remember when, um, you know, we tagged the summit and then... Started, started turning back and the realisation hit that we'd done it yeah it's done it's done <laughs> Jeff <laughs> off so I'm taking Kilimanjaro and I, I've got to say on record the hardest thing I've ever fucking done yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was um I don't know, one I've lost for words that was hard that was really hard yeah I think it's it's, 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 it's a lot of things obviously lack of energy uh, lack of sleep I mean, well, God, I, I struggled. You know what took the energy out of me, though? Was the, it was the wind. Yeah. Man, I, the only thing I, I tried to think was that the wind was just turbocharging air into my lungs <laughs> to try and help with the altitude. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely, definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. That was, uh, that was a meaty draft. It was, wasn't it? That was brutal, that said, but the thing I'm most proud of, everyone made it. Everyone 100%. did. And I mean, there's a couple of people who probably could have turned around. Yeah. Um, you know, but they're pretty yeah. And they, uh, <laughs> and they made it, didn't they? 100%. I mean, shout out to everybody that made it. Um, special mentions go to Steve and James, I think. Yeah. Uh, lesser men definitely would have turned around. There were points when I felt like turning around just because I was so tired and cold. Yeah. But it's one thing I think that I underestimated about Killy. Sorry, well, we're still at a, still yeah, at a, high, still at a 5,000 meters. Yeah, yeah. It's quite um, high. One thing I underestimated is because you know, you're so familiar with it. Because it's been... It's easier. Yeah, you, you, you've been hearing it for years. It's commercialised. You think it's easy. Yeah. But it's, it's not. not is it? And the, the difficulty is that because of the nature of the mountain, there's nothing in the preceding days that prepares you for summit day. <laughs> Absolute savagery. <laughs> you know, we were up at uh, 10 o'clock, uh, 10 p.m. We started hiking at 11 p.m. We didn't actually get to the summit until probably more or less half six, yeah. seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think it was around 6 So maybe that gives you a bit of an insight into how freaking long it is. Yeah, but I mean, there was some small yeah. going on at that time. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 
held another time, we probably would have cancelled it. Because those winds were yeah. Oh, yeah. We pushed on. If it was an Evertrack yeah, training yeah. weekend, we might have thought twice about going yeah. up the hill. But we're not uh, here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. It's great to be here, you know. About 5,800 metres. Above the clouds, walking on a snowpack. It's amazing, but you know what? Like, uh, as hard as it is, it is hard. Sunset on Killy. I was, I was falling asleep pretty much yeah. on my hiking, on my trekking poles. And re reaching, reaching the peak, yeah. touching the sign. Oh. Like all of a sudden, all that fatigue just disappeared, and it was just a. Uh, was a few tears, right? Oh, yeah, overwhelming <laughs> sense of achievement. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> well, like, uh, yeah, it's been an amazing trip. Just watching some podcast. people unfold an Evertrack banner. It was amazing. Yeah. And I think, you know, what, what we just talked about there was, yeah, you could hear in our voices. Yeah. Uh, we, we sound, well, I, I hope we sound different to what we sound now. Otherwise, I had to go out go outside outside the office and record a new one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, uh, no, it was amazing. That one. was um, sort of on, the, uh, on the, the summit slope, you know, back down towards Stella Point. Yeah. So still pretty much high on the mountain. Yeah. Um, near the summit and... Yeah, we'd, we. I remember thinking like we just got a hundred percent success rate. Everybody yeah. made the summit. Yeah, and we had even to, the guys that struggled. Yeah, we just had to try and record that moment for prosperity. And I think yeah. Although looking back, you know, like in retrospect, there's so much more you can say. Yeah. All you can think about when you're there is like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, we still had a long way down because the descent is tough. I mean, <sighs> you know, getting up there, having that long day. But we, in 24 hours, you pretty much get down about 4,000 metres. Like, I don't want to think about the descent. <laughs> Do you mind if I leave the room and you can talk about that bit? Cause yeah, the, like, it was hard. Getting back down to Barafu was um, was tough, but it was yeah. fine. You have an hour's rest, and then you have a, a spot of food. And then the single worst four, four and a half hours of my life. <laughs> back down to, is it... Um, Past Millennium Camp down to Moweka Camp. Yeah. Man, it just broke me. <laughs> I, I remember saying to you, Andy, the jelly has well and truly left my donut. <laughs> you know? I did notice. I did notice. But hey, you know, we, we did it. It's a we did it. It's a long, difficult. Like you're up for yeah. about eighteen hours. Yeah, you know, it's tiring. Maybe it's tiring. more. And the the path is slippery and shaly, and yeah. you know, it hurts your feet and your knees and your everything. So. When you get to camp, it was. Um, I remember thinking that, uh, like, yeah, I needed, I needed bed, I needed <laughs> sleep, and I went to bed feeling like so exhausted I couldn't even think about it. Yeah. But um, the next day, you know what the guys did for us? Oh, special, wasn't it? That I mean, blew my mind, and uh, and honestly, I felt so energized after that I could have gone back up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. At least for now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we're all like, right, give us a beer. Yeah, we've done this. 
But no, that yeah, that I think you're right. The morning after we woke up quite early, and all of our porters, there was almost thirty. I think it was thirty three. Plus our guide, yeah, and they did this little almost like celebration dance, um, which we all got involved in. Loads of songs, uh, a few, you know, pop the the, uh, the sparkling wine Great came wine. out. Great wine, seven o'clock in the morning. Great. Happy days, and um, it was just special, wasn't it? It was yeah. a special moment. I think it brought a tear to a few people's eyes. Yeah, um, and it was almost like a a thank a thank you from them. But, you know, these guys have such a, a tough job. But they were yeah. smiling. They were loving it. They were like, obviously, you know, it's the end of the trip. They're probably happy now. Yeah, I can have yeah. a break. But it just felt so genuine. Yeah. Didn't it? And it was it was special. Well, I loved it. They're such a warm, gracious group of people. Mm. Um, you know, and Africa, I think, once you go there, it kind of like gets under your skin. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And um, the African people, you know, they're... They're like, I don't know, lust for life is fantastic, you know. The singing, the dancing, yeah. you know. And even though they, they have a hard job and a hard life, um, they still, you know... The, the Very ce- happy, Exactly. They? The celebration at the end is just is just mind-blowing, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I loved it. I mean, it was like, yeah, after that, all the aches and pains just didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they it, it just wasn't important. And if anything, I was a little sad actually. Yeah, yeah. That um, it was. It felt like the moment where, you know, because before then you're so focused on the summit, yeah, and you're so focused on the core team that you have and the guides and things like that that you don't really get to know a lot of the porters and a lot of the team no, and you stuff don't, like you? that. You don't see them really, do you? Exactly. But that day, I really felt like actually mm. we bonded, and I felt like that you know. We had this sort of mutual understanding of why we were there. And then it was the last yeah. day. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. And, you know, obviously we got back to the hotel and, you know, we sat down. And we all had that nice shower and, you know, kind of realized what we'd done. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, if you're listening and, you know, you're thinking of, of doing Killy, it's certainly, um, it's very rewarding. It's not yeah. easy. It's, as you could tell from some of the recordings, you know, clearly it's hard. Um, and if it was easy, everyone would do it. No. So you know, you've got to be you've got to be prepared to to take on that challenge, to to go over the tough times, to deal with the altitude. Yeah. I think um, you know, but it's it, once you that that sunrise, reaching the summit. Yeah. Dancing, seeing the locals, yeah. learning about the culture. Um, I think it's one of the best trips you can do. It's funny listening to those bits. You yeah, know, it about is. how much we were struggling because um, I don't remember. I don't feel. I don't remember the feelings of anything of that. Yeah, it's I just, gone, isn't I lo- it? like I remember saying when I was on the mountain, like this is uh, one and done for me. I think, and you know, I move on to the next one. But actually, now I'd go back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, know I, I, I absolutely loved it. Easy, no. But if you're looking for easy, you know, you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. You know, if you're looking for a challenge and you want to do something that is hard, yeah. that is rewarding, that's got an element of risk, yeah. that doesn't feel great a hundred percent of the time. Then, but offers you a sense of achievement, a sense mm. of accomplishment, and an enriching sort of experience. Then you know, yeah, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it's amazing. Africa, yeah. Kilimanjaro. I don't know. I was sad to leave. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, we'll only be back a couple of days. Um, you know, while we're recording, you know, because we're in the studio now. Yeah, it feels a world away, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, uh, a lot of the time after, like, you've done a climb or uh, a hike or any expedition, you know, you're looking forward to home, the yeah. comforts of home. I, I, I remember saying to you, um, I miss just being in Africa, yeah. you know, like driving around Africa and l- watching Africa happen. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, no, I know what you mean. It's, it's yeah. amazing. It's and, the energy um, of the place, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I love the place. And um, Kilimanjaro is... Um, you know, it's it's got all these like superlatives of you know it's one of the seven summits, yeah. the highest freestanding mountain in the world, yeah. highest mountain in Africa. But somehow, when you get there, it's profoundly personal. Yeah, it's you not know, always about that, is it? Yeah, it's a, it, it's a personal mean... achievement because it it's built on the back of everything that it took you to get there. Yeah, you know, not even in country, but back home, the training, the preparing, the trips, the worry, yeah, all of that, and then you just in one moment you sort of like touch of the sign and it it was all worth it you know yeah and uh yeah kilimanjaro <laughs> i know <laughs> no i hope if uh you know if you've been listening you you know of, of the recordings and what we talked about i hope you've picked up um you know some things realize if it's the kind of trip you want to do um you know if it is then you know we'd love to help you get there um as always uh, on all of our uh, podcast episodes um, any questions, anything at all, if you want to just yeah. talk about it, don't forget to email podcast at evertrek.co.uk. And um, yeah, we'd love to um, yeah, we'd love to, to hear from you. 